Hello, and welcome to the Soul Expression Sessions. I am your host, Allison McLeod, and I'm so excited and honored that you are going to be joining us here for interviews from amazing people from around the world, how they recovered from adversity and are now thriving and living in their true soul expression. Thank you for joining us, and your next Soul Expression Session awaits. Hello and welcome to the Soul Expression Sessions. Today I am truly blessed to have uh, with me a lady who is Canadian. She is also part of my, I call book club because we've been in a couple of authors in a couple of books together. And today I want to introduce you to the lovely, amazing and dedicated Priya Ali. She is a dedicated entrepreneur and mother of four. She has led a successful personal and executive coaching practice called Living 365 since 2007. Living 365 is dedicated to enabling dramatic personal and professional growth amongst its clients. Through highly personalized coaching and guidance, Living 365 empowers clients to establish positive, productive thought processes and behaviors. Living 365 offers a variety of services for individuals, couples, and professional groups, all of which are dedicated to constructive self-reflection and behavioral change. For both personal and professional goals, Living 365 is dedicated to delivering a customized, holistic approach and measurable results. Priya uses her training as a master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming, certified hypnotherapist and a certified emotion code to assist her clients with rapid and sustainable transformation. Thank you so much, Priya, for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's so nice to be here with you. (laughs) You know, I was so excited to interview you because I know we have this sort of energy connection that we're so about, you know, energy for people and women and lifting up people in the world. So what made you sort of start, you know, your Living 365 way back in 2007 when really coaching wasn't a huge thing? I actually got into coaching because I was scared to death of my psychic abilities and I didn't, I wasn't really out of the psychic closet yet. So I was doing readings and letting that happen, but I got nervous. And so I thought, because I actually have, I'm a third generation intuitive healer, psychic and medium. And my aunt was institutionalized in South America for what I make a living doing today, just her psychic abilities. So I was, I went through a lot of fear around that and I decided to pursue coaching to kind of legitimize it per se. I thought, okay, okay. It is coaching, but really what I'm doing is giving readings to people and executives and in companies, and I'm just doing all this energy work. <laughs> I'll call it coaching, and they seem to buy it, so I went with it. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, because a lot of people want that, right? They want the energy, they want the healing, they want more than just, you know, give me the tactical. So that's awesome. 
Yeah, and it's definitely changed because even I will say the world is far more receptive in 2022 than they were in 2007. Um, people are recognizing that everything is energy and understanding energy more so um, and use, learning. They want to learn how to to manipulate their own energy and to understand themselves. Mm, that makes perfect sense. That's true. So NLP and your hypnotherapy helps with that as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, the the couple of modalities that I've used, it's mostly because I find rapid results help people. People get, you know, we want it now. We actually want it yesterday, but we'll settle for now if we have True. to. Um, and so getting to rapid results was really important. And I found going through the subconscious and, and getting into the mind really deeply and quickly uh, was helping people transform. Um, I've been through a number of, of traumatic incidents over my life, I'm sure we all have. And I've done traditional therapy, which consists a lot of, of you know, regurgitating an event on a regular basis or on a repeat basis. And it really keeps you bringing up that same physiological state. Every time you go back into that thing, you're drumming up the same physiology that occurred when you experienced it the first time. So kind of being able to bypass some of that and go straight down to what was really going on, understanding somebody's um, physical physiology, emotional and psychological physiology and helping them clear things out. And just being able to help them move through things that not only trauma but just things that are blocking us on a regular basis things that we're unaware to and bringing them to the surface so that we can heal and release them and then bring something else in has has been remarkable for for myself and for others so i found that that's um been helpful thing for them awesome and i love that you work with behaviors because i am a behavioral therapist as well because you're right, those kind of things and bad paradigms resonate in the body. So if you keep going back to it, it's like you keep hitting it and giving it validation instead yeah. of, you know, let's release it and change the behavior. Yeah, and it doesn't, there's, you know, there's a, a sort of a, I remember doing a desensitization exercise in a therapy session for a, a, a sexual assault that I experienced. And the therapist just had me going over and over and over again. Like the mindset was, if you if you tell this thing 150 times, by the 150th time, you'll be desensitized to it. And I was, and I went through this, and I was thinking about it after, like, no, I wasn't desensitized to it. I just wanted you to stop putting me through it over and over again. You're making <laughs> so, me relive it over and over again. That I just wanted to, like, I just detached. So you know, there's a lot of things going out there, and. Um, one of the things that I'm very big on is is recognizing us as individuals and that there is no one size fits all. So, you know, as I started with the coaching and looking at the mind, then I recognized the body. So um, I started to be able to see into people's beings and see where the disharmonies were on the physical level. So I partnered with a functional medicine doctor for a while there and I would be like, okay, I'll see what's going on and then you do your thing and then help them on the physical. And I continued with that, but really, being able to to look at somebody and what's happening in their body, what's happening in their mind, and what's happening in their energy, you can have a situation going on and ha and be at different places. And this is what we call being out of alignment because you're incongruent within yourself. And so, oftentimes, people will make a change, whether it be to their body, to their mind, or to their energy, 
but they haven't acknowledged how this change will impact the other elements of their being and they haven't healed where that other those other elements of their being are or they haven't you know recognized that some part of their being is far ahead so it can again create incongruency within ourselves and by being able to sort of see where everything is and um and guide people through that i think that that also allows for alignment and sustainable change because change is pretty easy to come about you know like i can do this and i just changed my hair it's it's gonna yeah. stay the time we're talking it's probably gonna flow back through but if i went and tied it up i know that it would be long term right so this is what i'm saying is being in a place of actually um, allowing people to have sustainable change, and then they are able to now move all elements of their being and progress. And you would, you know, when you talk about souls and continue their soul evolution. That makes sense because I do find that some people I coach or are trying to make decisions, they know it's the right decision, and then they second guess themselves. And then yes. it resonates in a different behavior and a different pattern, and then they're mad and why didn't this come about when it was you know not congruent as you say exactly and so it, it it's it, when i looked at it too it's seeing that um you know being able what the things that came through for me even throughout my process being and uh, like naturally born intuitive i really just went with it because i i didn't know i didn't have any guidance around it so as my practice progressed there were different things that would come to me as to like measuring being able to actually measure you know people's masculine feminine energies and what the, the quotients are of that or being able to see where somebody's vibration is about a certain subject matter and and where that is in their body where they might have lodged somewhere where what part of them is not on board with it where the emotions are trapped and being able to release those things so you know again having that individual insight to be able to assist someone to move forward has been incredible and i'm really thankful for <laughs> being able to do it it's been such a fun ride <laughs> and that's awesome so you you work with both individuals and corporations i do i work with both um i haven't with COVID especially, I haven't been as much in the corporate world. Um, and my private practice with personal coaching, et cetera, has been keeping me rather busy. So I haven't been out there for a couple of years. But yes, I used to do a lot more uh, corporate coaching because a business is no different than a being, you know, it's it's the same thing. So understanding uh, what what the goals are, where the where the stagnancies lie, um, and looking at the moving parts. You know, people that work in the business are the moving parts. And I would the first thing I would do is sort of ask whoever's leading the business, like, what's the what's the goal of this business? What are your top five priorities? And then asking all the people who are um, responsible for creating this to list, do the same, list the five priorities. And you'll find that everyone thinks the priorities are different. So how are we achieving the goal? And the same runs true with mind, body, and spirit. If your body doesn't know the goal is peace and calmness and tranquility, it can be doing something different. It can be pumping endorphins or adrenaline and that's the opposite. So if we don't, you know, really learn how to work as a team. So it starts to by also teaching people. So one of the things I would do is help their their employees on an individual basis to align them with the goals and and see where individually what was preventing them from kind of getting on board and what they needed to have attended to. That makes sense because employees do come with their own expectations of what they think 
their job is and what they need to do. And then HR tells them something and their boss tells them something totally different. Yeah, you know, and, and we also come to, everybody um, takes on a job from a different perspective and what they what they feel it means to them, what it represents. For some people, you know, their job is their their recognition and their value. For some people, it's a, it's a means to their experiences that they want to have or their sustainability. It all just depends on what you're coming for. So if you've got people coming from, you know, different perspectives with different desires, and then you've got a goal, it's a lot of a lot of ingredients in the pot. And if you don't <laughs> pay attention to what you're putting, sometimes we end up with a stew of a mess and you're just like, what's going on here? So true, so true. And I think, in that communication is key because i know even when i had two gyms and 13 staff and you know i knew that i wasn't communicating to everyone the way i should so it was learning lessons so i couldn't imagine in a huge corporation to make sure from the top down everyone knew that vision and mission yeah. and what they and needed to do i feel like you know having been in one myself working it's like we put this mission statement on the wall and we think everybody gets it and it's because well it's on the wall so don't you know right it's just like well how do i fit into that and what is my role and what is my expectation and where is the joy in it for me like everybody i think and that's again when i tie it back to each element wants to feel that joy or wants to feel that sense of you know importance and contribution etc so we have to communication is key in everything True. And corporations that have been around for a long time, that mission statement was probably put in place decades ago by someone you don't know because they're, you know, they're gone. <laughs> yeah. And that's, the, that's the, the thing. So sometimes too, like when you see, um, you know, takeovers or new CEOs coming in, well, they, you're trying to get somebody with a new vision to put in the old vision. It's just like, I don't know. <laughs> you have to reevaluate and see, are they in line with that? Do they, is there an update? And I feel the same with, with each of us. Like I try to guide my clients to almost look at every day, check in with yourself. Is what you, what was the mission yesterday? Is it still the mission today? And if it isn't, that's fine because you're changing, you know, like from the time you and I got on this, this, this uh, podcast to now, it's been 10, 15 minutes. We've aged 10 or 15 minutes. We've evolved. There's been changes to our physiology. Who knows? Your bladder might be full. My bladder might be full. I might be hungry now, you know? So many things were ever changing and so it's it's so important for people to give themselves that that like space to be able to change their mind and stay up to date with what's going on in the present and not be linked to something of the past which could be their own past version or somebody else's that has been imparted on them mm, i love that you said that because even this morning i caught myself replaying something and I'm like, why did that come up? Like I had to stop myself and go, okay, no, I don't live in the past, right? I live in the future with goals, you know, goals for my future, live in the present, you know? So it's so easy to do it even if you're aware. Yes, oh, of course. I mean, if you're living, if you're thinking and breathing, for sure it's happening at some moment. <laughs> Anyone's telling you otherwise they're lying. So it's like, it, <laughs> so, it's so true. <laughs> all of us we have to it's it's that awareness and 
And being in the present, it's so easy because we are all working towards things. So it's easy to start thinking of the future. And when you're trying to do something, you tend to go to the past because that's where your evidence lies. That's where your history occurs and what you know. So it's kind of the, the, the starting point. But you're right to be in that space to say, this isn't actually where I'm living. Where I'm living is right here. So we're not in the future. We're not in the past. We're right here, right now. And being able to be in that, sometimes that's probably more challenging because the future isn't here yet. So we can imagine that the past has come and gone, but we, we still have a, a movie to play in our heads if we want to. But here and right now, it takes a lot more to be present and know what's going on with you than it does to be in your imagination zone. True. And I love, you know, going to my imagination and knowing what I want to do and stretching that. But you're right, staying present for some people, like there's so, everything's so busy. And yeah. you, the other night it was like 11 o'clock, I said, okay, it's late, I wanna go to bed. Well, then I got sucked into TikTok until like just after midnight. I'm like, oh my God, what is this? Right? <laughs> so, I mean, it's so easy sometimes just to get swept away yeah. in the little things. And, and so can you, can you imagine like for people today, it's so, it can be so challenging because there is so much coming at us all the time and it's so easy. And, and, you know, there is a level of that being, um, being the, the, the idea behind it. There are some, some energies out there that want us to be swept away that want us to lose sight of what we're doing and keep us distracted. So it's, I think our souls are here on a mission and we have our own mission statement and we have to continuously update it and stick to it and make sure we're paying attention to where we're headed. And you know, it's a great, it's a great way of looking at like, is this going to, is this a part of my mission? Is this what my soul's mission would require of me? And you know, being physical beings, we're doing some stuff. We're living in the physical world where we're driving cars and wearing clothes and buying purses and stuff like that, experiencing, you know, different events. And that's all part of it. But to really, for me, is to, to keep people connected to their soul's mission and to help them maneuver themselves, all the elements of their being in order to support that mission. Because it is, it is again, it's, it's an individual mission. We're all here. We all have something valuable to contribute, every single one of us. We do, and that's why I came up with Soul Expression Sessions in 2020, because I needed to find that. I needed to bring all of my little pieces together here, there, and everywhere and figure out, okay, what, what do you want me to do, God? Like, I'm certified here, there, and everywhere. Do I focus? What do I do? And when I talk to other women, because I'm 58. Yes. So when I talk to them in 45 plus, they're like, yeah, but I went to school and I did this and I went up the corporate ladder because they have no grace for themselves in making this decision and choosing what they want for their soul path. I know. It's crazy because even now I was married because I'm turning 50 in September. You've probably seen my countdown to 50 yet. <laughs> yes. I, I got married at 23 and I came from a culture where I, I met my first potential husband at the age of 17. So it was, you know, my life was very dictated in a way, even though it wasn't forced, but it was the, the level of expectation, the depth of the level of expectation was almost, you know, like forcing. So, um, and from 23 at 25, I had my first child. So I always say I went from being like 
a student, so somebody's student, somebody's child, somebody's sister, somebody's family member, and somebody's friend, and then somebody's employee, and then somebody's wife, and somebody's mother. And then I was like, I turned 40 and I'm like, I gotta be my somebody, like somebody's, I gotta be me. And, and I didn't know the first thing about her. And so I find it like I used to always think, well, people are, you know, going to find themselves. And I, think, and I used to joke kind of like, where did they get lost? Like, where did they lose themselves? Where? And I think it's it's not so much about finding yourself, but it's actually taking the time to get to know. I had no idea what I like to eat because I had been cooking for a husband and cooking to please. When you have four children, you have more, you know, it's like I would tell my you've got a one in four chance of liking what's on the table. If you don't like it today, it's just not your day. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> because <laughs> you might be pleased then. Because you're always trying to like please, but I had no clue what I like to eat, how much I like to eat, because it would be, I was a single mom for a long time too. It would be like feed the kids first and then you deal with what's left over. So it was a really bizarre thing. And even as I'm approaching 50, I've still been kind of untangling who I was for other people and who I am. And I'm really different than who I was for other people. And that was like, because I was like, oh I like doing that. That isn't even my thing. I love this. And so, you know, when I wrote a post the other day, cause somebody was commenting that my style is changing. I'm like, yeah, right. And they were being a little condescending and but I was just, I, I'm rolling with it because this is who I am today. And I love it. I love how you're blossoming and coming out more and being you, right? And the more you're you in the world, the more people can see it. And it's funny because you and I come from very different cultural backgrounds, but we have the same crap that we go through, right? Because, oh. yeah, I, I grew up that good little Catholic girl and I did everything I was supposed to do of the oldest of four kids. And now it's like, okay now what am I gonna do and when you know they say oh yeah well just go do something you got a degree now what are you going to get a job at I said I'm not I didn't get the degree to get a job (laughs) and it's foreign for most people right but it's coming out of the shell and it's being who you are and using the voice you're supposed to use from your experiences and your growth and I love that you're doing that. It's just, you shine and I love all your posts. Oh, thank you. And I feel the same about you. It is that, I feel that too. It's It's been a time, it has been two books that, and, and this is the first time we're actually coming together one-to-one. But I find, you know, love as law of attraction has it, there's, there's 25 authors and you kind of just connect with some more than others, not because anyone's less fabulous than the other, just the way it goes. And um, there's just been, I feel a bond with you that's just unspoken uh, and such a, a, a natural comfort because I feel like, I feel that, you know, and I do to a degree, we, we are, we're all one, we're all one thing. So there is always those elements of sameness and connection that we all share. Um, and I think the fun part in life is to kind of uncover it, you know, by hanging out and doing things in different ways. And it doesn't always have to be long-term or intense. It can just be, you know, what it is. And and I just love that about this experience. Excellent, I do too. Cause I mean, I, there's always something I can learn from anybody. And always. it's just so nice. And being in these collaborative books with you under you know becoming an unstoppable woman series through she rises 
we all come from either you know experiences that are different times in our businesses times in our lives we age from i think 17 to 70 so you're going to get a whole smattering of an amazingness from each and every person so i absolutely love that for sure yeah i do too and i love the fact that it's really one of the first collaborations that i've been I felt like, oh, thank God I'm not alone trying to change the world. Because <laughs> for a while there, I thought it was just me. <laughs> so when I go back here and I was like, oh, there's the army. Okay, that's so great. <laughs> because in, 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 in every one of us is doing something to spark change, to, to spark growth you know, to be there to support. And as you said, the, the the age range is so broad that it's like we're having soldiers in every little corner nook and cranny to do this stuff. And it's so exciting because for a long time, it just felt like we were on our own. And so mm. uh, I've, I've pretty much for my entire career been an entrepreneur. I had a short corporate stint. So, it, you know, it's what I've known um, all my life. And so to really see and be in a group of other seasoned or, and brand new entrepreneurs, it's been amazing. That has been pretty cool. And I mean, you started in 2007 and I, at the time I owned two gyms. So I was, you know, the brick, brick and mortar type of business. Ah. And, you know, personal development and looking to someone to coach was just sort of on the tip of everybody's tongue <laughs> right I, and nobody everyone was calling themselves a life coach and nobody knew what that was yes some still don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> so true so true but you know i love the fact that you have staying power that you know that your soul is here to do this with living 365 as your purpose and to coming out as that you know heart-centered heart-healing intuitive and more people need that. And I'm so glad you came on today to be able to share that with everybody. Me too. I'm and I'm so thrilled to be with you. And it was everything I imagined and more. You're lovely and you're wonderful. And I think everything that you're doing is phenomenal. I, it, it's inspiring. It's not easy to pursue just for so a degree. <laughs> like trust me, I've got I've got some young adult children right now trying to go through it for the first time and they're not having Jeez, it's not easy um, and it is admirable like even just to expand to expand yourself and take that knowledge and implement it into what you're doing and not succumb to the like get piece of paper go do job like you know get paycheck <laughs> like yeah is to be able to take a body of knowledge and acclimate it to who you are and present it in such a different way and let it be meaningful it's just incredible Thank you. And yes, explaining that to some people who just want me to get, you know, have a safe job is, is difficult. But I said, I have to be me. And at this stage, I'm not chasing 65. No. Right? People are chasing retirement. I said, I'm just coming alive. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I was like, oh, I have at least another 35 working years in me. Like, <laughs> at least to make a dent in what we have to do. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> The element, the, the thing of it, right, is when you're doing what you love, you love it's not work. So for me to stop doing it, I'm not really certain why. I, you know, I can see some tweaks here and there and changing, but it's always been the same. It's always 
you know, it's just evolving. So whether it looks like and what it doesn't look like, it, it doesn't really matter as long as you're still in the space of being you and sharing and, and continuing to help people evolve. I think that's the way to go. And that's awesome. So usually I get asked people for um, their explanation of a word. And the word I got for you today is awareness. Oh, I just was coaching about that this morning. Um, yeah, awareness is key. Like to me, the definition of awareness is um, is the knowing that you have of yourself and your surroundings and the energies around you. It's just your awareness. It's not just a physical thing. It's not just an intellectual thing. It's a whole body thing. Yeah, I like that. It's true. Body, mind, and spirit. It really is because awareness is your existence. It, it really defines your existence. I think there are some people who can go through life very unawares and live a very differently than someone who is aware. And in some of that, some of that awareness can be positive, and some of it can be negative. Some people live, you know, they say ignorance is bliss. <laughs> so. Not usually, <laughs> really, not usually. <laughs> awareness is um, accountability, awareness is responsibility, awareness is growth. Uh, it's just awareness is everything because your life will be as a, 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 it will, will reflect and have that kind of um, experience for you as, a, as aware as you are. Mm -hmm. And I find some people, they go, well, yeah, I am aware. And I said, well, are you aware of the other people in the room? Are you aware yeah. of energy? Are you aware of when somebody's sad or happy? And then, you know, they had to stop, stop for a minute because they're like, no, <laughs> right? Because some people are so into themselves and worrying about things that may or may not happen that they're not staying present and aware of their surroundings over the bird that's on the deck or the dog that's barking or you know someone just came in and you know clumped upstairs because they're mad you can I mean you and I can feel that energy but yes. sometimes it's just listen for the clues and the cues of people you know and then what you can you do like step out of yourself sure. go help them ask them why are you mad what can I do yeah. for you and I think self-awareness is, is once you, when you master self-awareness, I think that's when your ability to be aware of your surroundings really um, heightens because it is knowing. I think if, when, you know, knowing your body, knowing your thoughts, like I can always tell when I'm craving junk food, like my vibe has dropped a little. It's a, it just is for me, that's my truth. So I know when I'm reaching for something quick and it's got that type of, energy to it I need to stop and probably like slow down because I'm looking for a quick fix to get my because I'm getting tired or whatever it is right so there's little cues that we need to know I know when when my face starts to get hot I'm getting a little bit charged up I know when my stomach sinks my feelings were hurt like so there's all these things that we want to start to pay attention to and then on the physical level from a health perspective there's so much that people are unaware of what it is to be really healthy i mean we're in canada so like we've all been living with the canada freaking food guide since we were in grade one and thinking like this is the be all and end all of what we need to know in order to be healthy humans it's like no, no it's not <laughs> 
telling people like, this is how your body functions. And this is when you put this type of food in your mouth, like foods can create, can create anger. Certain foods can create anger. Certain foods can create sadness because of all the chemical reactions. So there's just like so much when you, when you become aware, it allows you to be, when you are not aware, it kind of keeps you mindless. I love how you said that because you're right. Being more mindful, you know, even I was thinking when you said that about looking for a quick fix, that was me last night. Yeah. But I, I had dinner early. I walked the dogs. I was, you know, all of a sudden at eight o'clock, I'm like, ooh, you know, I just, <laughs> I need something. And I went, wait a minute. <laughs> and then I went and had a power bar anyway. But it was, you know, you're right. It's, it's progressively learning how to do that and being self-aware in everything yeah. that I do would definitely it, help. Yeah, we'll, we'll sense when things are out of whack before we have to get those words from the doctor or we have to see that our finances are depleted or whatever it might be or you're, that your ceiling falls through because you've been kind of ignoring the drip drip for you know, not aware of it. So it's, it's all of these things that I think it, it does come with the responsibility when you know when you know you know more you kind of have to do more and you can't unknow so it, it, it comes with a little bit of responsibility and also some courage to know and i love that because everyone has the courage and bravery they just to have to have the ease and grace for themselves to be able to step up yes. and do that for themselves yes so everything the 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 knowing is always available to us because it comes from within right so our awareness is really how much we're willing to tune into it. I love that. And that being said, how would anybody find you? Where would they go? They go to um, living365wellness.com and you can do everything there with me on that. And they can find me on Instagram, uh, Facebook under my name. I'm everywhere. <laughs> we're all <Hi>. everywhere. <laughs> And we'll definitely put all of her contact information on this page as well. So thank you so much for joining me today. Any last words for anybody then? Uh, I, I think since we were on the topic of awareness, allow yourself to be aware, be easy with yourself, and know that wherever you are right now in your life journey is exactly where you're supposed to be. So enjoy it. Awesome. And thank you. Thank you. And to everyone listening, remember, may you discover pure love inside the sanctuary of your precious heart. Thank you.